it helps you develop, it sharpens the blade for you to be receptive to what, what your, your insight is trying to tell you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what faith, the refined faith, let's call it. <laughs> um, refined faith, like refined sugar. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Welcome to the 21st episode of the Kendra Maya podcast. My name is Kendra Maya and we have with us Maharu Kayu today. Welcome. Thank uh, you so much for having me yet again. Yes. Indeed. Time after time. <laughs> <laughs> so we're both from the ancient school of Himalayan yoga called Trilok Akhara. And in today, on today's topic, we are going to talk about what is the relevance of faith and what does faith mean in that context uh, in today's times. So what is faith? <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for the longest time, a faith has been uh, considered religious faith. And that's definitely the most popular definition. One believes in the existence of God, um, has faith in God. Mm. <clears throat> and that could be, you know, Jesus or Allah or Vaheguru. And this is, of course, uh, the more uh, broad definition of faith. However, in the Trilok Akhara, faith is looked at in a more subtle way in terms of faith in our own true inner voice that is mm. our conscience yeah which takes a, some years to cultivate maybe some months depends on the person but it can take a few years to cultivate this uh, clarity of inner voice within oneself so yeah i mean yeah that exactly sums up faith though but how um, when you talk about cultivating faith within ourselves, mm -hmm. is it also related to the faith of the one who's teaching us? Mm -hmm. Or are we cultivating our own story here? So from what I understand, though, yeah. in the broad sense of it, faith is something, it's... Uh, it's one way of uh, achieving a higher state, not necessarily just of uh, consciousness, but also when it comes to other day-to-day -day matters. Mm -hmm. I mean, faith gets things done. Faith is that added layer of trust that enables us to, uh, to thrive in this uh, society and in this world. Mm -hmm. And it's an ageless concept. So what exactly does uh, does faith have a place in today's times when it comes to spiritual awakening? Because, I mean, you and I both, we, we live in the West, and uh, there's a lot of uh, 
there are some uh, some bottlenecks to faith, though. People don't really trust each other. Mm-hmm. There's a lack of trust. They don't believe in having a guru or spiritual mentor. So how does faith apply to the Western world, though? Mm-hmm. And should people who have uh, who are self-reliant, independent thinkers who um, basically don't like being told what to do, mm-hmm. is it justified for them to have to basically just follow a faith or a way of living? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really great question. So faith and independent thinkers are actually really interestingly connected to each other because those people who think independently are also, let's say, we can call them skeptics. They are skeptical about whatever happens and and they're not prone to believing things as they are at face value. They want to test them based on their own individual opinion and perception mm-hmm. of things. And this is actually a really scientific approach. You know, yeah. test things. And actually, we support that in yoga. It is really important to have a scientific approach because things are only true there is no absolute truth in the world as such yeah true there's no absolute truth so things are true for a person when they have experienced them and yoga is the sort of ancient science which invites people to test whatever there is to teach within that uh, scope of and Mm. which includes every which includes everything yoga can cover every single aspect of life uh, because it's a way of doing things so yeah yoga um, when people apply these concepts they can test it for themselves and see whether it works for them or not in fact this is what we want people to do instead of being dogmatic about it and say that no yeah. this is religious bullshit and i don't want to do this the, the, you know instead of having this kind of thing i don't want to do breath work i mean this is some bullshit they are just they think i'm they think breath mm. do they think that breath work will change my life i mean sure sure man you don't have to try it if you don't believe in it. Or I mean, I can I can vouch for the fact that breathwork did change my life. <laughs> it corrected so many things in my body. It activated so much more that I was uh, unable uh, to. I mean, prior to to me learning about breath, I was horrible though, mm-hmm. slouchy. Yeah. No energy after a certain point. Yeah completely off balance and we humans we've de-evolved over time though we might have made technological advancements Mm -hmm. which is great but our own bodily technology has faltered as a result Mm -hmm. yeah so that brings yeah so breath is such a vital concept yeah and coming back to the, the, the the topic of faith a lot of people do not subscribe to yoga because they think it's dogmatic mm-hmm. they think it then there needs to be like a a certain uh, there needs to be drastic changes mm-hmm. in the way that they perceive something which is beyond them and a lot of people do not subscribe to the idea of um, yoga mm-hmm. which basically and for them yoga is still a means of exercise and a means of stretching so faith, I believe that in today's world, mm-hmm. 
where where, where things are so things are so haphazard. That I mean, I mean, we spend countless hours scrolling through social media. There's so much noise around us mm -hmm. that it's easy for us to be sidetracked. Which is why I think faith is a part of discipline. I mean, if people are to be disciplined, one moment I'll just fix the light, they'll just kind of fell off. Shit, that's too bright. Now oh, that's too eerie, but I like this eerie effect. So, yeah. So, in today's world where discipline, which is a determinant of success or failure, Mm -hmm. I think faith is an important part of it. It need not be dogmatic. It need not be religious. But let's just say, in order to cultivate faith in oneself, mm -hmm. there needs to be some some movement, some work done. Yeah, yeah. But one, let's break down faith, right? Because for most people, faith is just blind faith. Faith is equally yeah. blind faith. Actually, it's not faith. Yeah. It's blind faith. That people are talking about when they say faith but mm, as you know, it's not mm. about blind anything in fact it's all about being aware and aware and aware aware and everything about opening your eyes opening your senses opening everything about you and becoming more aware about the world and even in this way the faith is an aware faith which is coming from actually having tested these concepts for oneself whatever i do whatever i do every single thing that i do on a day-to-day -day basis for my own growth the only reason I'm able to follow this as a routine uh, mm. and be productive and do a lot of other multiple things and have a lot of energy to do many things is because I have tried and tested whatever is helping me grow. I first tested it for maybe three months. You know, three months, 90 days is a good part, uh, period of time to develop a habit and also to test whether that habit actually benefits or makes shit worse. And mm. so, you know, you test it and then you see if it works for you, for that individual. And then if it does, that's great. If it doesn't, well, what else were you about to do anyway, apart from countless hours of scrolling, right? So that's why yoga, Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, so the yoga actually works the best for people who have hit rock bottom. Yeah, in the end, it's about a constant evolution. Those who are hungry for that, they will eventually get there. Yeah. Yes, they might, I mean... Uh, Faith, like you said, can be uh, depends on the experience of the individual. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think uh, it took me a while to reap some benefits of yoga. It took me a few years, though, when I was still, I mean, I'm still cleaning out a lot of trash. And uh, yeah, yoga is really That's helping good. me out. But, but people, uh, especially in the Western society, they might chalk it down to uh, placebo. <laughs> I would say that people immediately start to experience the healing effects of yoga, even almost even before they actually themselves consciously start pursuing yoga. The moment yeah. they start to become aware that there is something wrong with their life, that awareness itself unlocks healing. And yeah. To someone who is more aware than them, like the person who's teaching them, for example, the teacher, for example, can already see that good stuff is happening to that student of theirs. Yeah. Uh, because 
like for example i can see it with my students even if they have just started i can see that their lives are already changing and they're making better decisions yeah. and talking and communicating in a better way and are better able to deal with their everyday uh, struggles with relationships or work or whatever but they themselves might not be able to see it yet because they are very close to that emotional space but i can see it mm-hmm. so it takes time for the individual to see it you know because then there's a cumulative effect and then it cumulates to such a degree that even the individual can look back and say okay, that's that's completely a different version of me than who i am today but the changes start to happen from even before they formally sign up or something you know the one the moment they become aware that things need to change in their life and make one good decision in the the sort of the fulcrum that changes the whole setup is making one good decision so they they can become aware of the problem and if they don't take the good decision to actually get a good teacher an authentic teacher and become sincere in their practice then things might go more downhill because once the brain becomes aware of something it starts to dwell on it more and more and makes it a reality so you know like when we fear something when we're afraid of something we like if a father is afraid that i don't know a son is afraid that the father had a heart attack now the father might not live so long with this fear it can actually be manifested you know and if the son thinks that the father might die if, if i don't take them to the hospital so for example the son is there and the father has heart attack and then the son is like oh shit now something might happen to my dad and then the he or she is frozen in fear or the son is frozen in fear and in that freezing the father might actually die because the son does not move his ass to take the father to the hospital so in that sense we mm. make rea- make it into reality our fear by inaction yeah so making a decision and the right decision any decision like make a decision i think exactly getting out of inaction true yeah and also uh, i mean people talk about the benefits of meditation oh you feel blissful you feel this that is great that's uh, just one part of it mm-hmm. the other part makes you aware of your own shit mm-hmm. it makes it points you in the right direction if you're willing to listen that's when things like intuition things like gut feeling they come in handy though the yoga trains these intuition and gut feeling responses it helps you develop it sharpens the blade for you to be receptive to what what your your insight is trying to tell you yeah exactly and that's what faith the refined faith let's call it i don't know refined faith like refined sugar no you don't refined um aware maybe more aware faith that's the one when we develop our own voice and we become aware of our own conscious and our inner voice and our own needs by cultivating that honest communication with ourselves after having discarded all the garbage not exactly. having which is a constant process to keep on discarding whatever is not true to oneself so whatever relationships are not true to oneself whatever behavior is not true to my real nature whatever choices and hobbies and i don't know food are not really aligned with who i am at that moment we constantly have to keep discarding it and that's when we will be able to be aware of that distillation 
of our inner voice. And that's the faith. That's the real faith. Mm -hmm. Faith in our own inner self and a clarity. And this faith that this voice that I have cultivated and which is always there because it's the voice of our conscience. We just stopped hearing it at one point sometime in our childhood or teenage. Yeah, yeah, that's true though. Uh, Which brings me to this really interesting question though. I mean, it's not a question per se. It's uh, it's more to get it out of my system Mm -hmm. and see if uh, you have anything to add to this. But how does um, a non, I mean, how does someone cultivate and develop faith? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's say faith in terms of uh, making their lives better. And how receptive uh, do you think people are towards something like yoga? Like complete non, I mean, people who are completely removed from uh, any form of spirituality, spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. Let's say people who are um, not, uh, who don't subscribe to the concept of self-development, faith, yoga, spirituality, awakening. How, how difficult is it for them to cultivate faith and how do you think they can develop and whether they should develop faith? Um, people who have zero faith in God, which is the more broader definition of faith, or mm. have no awareness of their own inner voice and have no concept of faith, like they don't believe in anything, basically. They yeah. trust nothing. They don't believe in themselves. They don't. So that's the thing. If you don't believe in anything, you also don't believe in yourself. You think that you're worthless. Mm. And such people are the ones who need faith the most, ironically, because they are the ones who are struggling with feelings of lack of worth or to such a degree that it might even manifest in cancer or something. You know, there's so much conflict and so much self-hatred that it might result in an autoimmune disease. So, but people sometimes don't realize that and they continue to exist in this space of non-belief for eternity until and unless they, so that would be the reason, you know, why should they do it? Because if two people came together and had sex to give birth to an individual, that individual has been born of some sort of chance occurrence, maybe you could say. But whatever mm, it is, yeah. of course, in yoga, we don't call it chance occurrence. But let's just assume it's a chance occurrence. Yeah. Even in that case, it's still an occurrence. And that still exactly. has significance. But if a person thinks mm. of themselves as completely insignificant, then why are they even alive? But yeah. the way for them to move forward would be to embrace the pain. Embracing the pain of them being insignificant is the portal through which they will find significance because they have to first embrace that pain instead of avoiding it and being in suffering and once they embrace that pain which shouldn't take more than a day or two uh, they should be able to start acting just start acting on whatever pain like i i'm in pain because i don't have enough friends then start learning how to make friends immediately read the book how to you know get friends and influence people or whatever how to make friends and influence people by dale carnegie really great book so i mean that's a book but you can also get a teacher who already having this as a niche and who has a track record in 
helping people expand their communities and build friendships for a long time, build trustworthy relationships. So there always is an answer, but the first step is to embrace this lack within ourselves. That's what I did too. And I only recommend this strategy because I've done it myself and I tried it and I know it works, at least for me. So people are welcome to try it for themselves, you know. And it, it always works in a different way for each individual because each person is different. But the results will be in the direction that one, that individual wants. And a good teacher does not, you know, give the student fish, they teach them how to fish. But it's the student who gets whatever fish they want. Exactly. And that's the whole concept of uh, having a teacher. I mean, a teacher will point you in the right direction. The teacher yeah. might not join you throughout the ride, but act like a compass. Mm -hmm. In the end, I mean, like, come what may, let's, I mean, even if we move away from the concept of spiritual growth, mm -hmm. everything requires faith. Anything that's worth pursuing, anything that you're doing, if you fucking don't have faith, you're never going to make it. Yeah. I mean, the most, I mean, I've noticed one thing, though. People who are super successful were the ones who failed with equal grace. <laughs> but it never, they never had any, it, it never extinguish their faith in themselves or whatever they were pursuing mm -hmm. so if it's you wanting to be a better musician a better artist a better scientist you need to have faith in uh, the thing that you're pursuing so faith any kind gets you there yeah. so it need not just be fine like having faith in in something spiritual mm -hmm. but faith in general has to there needs to be this fire mm -hmm. and there needs to be this this loving tenderness which is faith mm -hmm. to, to hold and to to coddle that fire towards the right direction mm -hmm. yeah so that i mean so that makes that makes all the more sense though i mean the ones who are making a change in this world today, the ones who are building things, helping things, and mm -hmm. um, manufacturing so many things, I mean, people who are going out there and giving something to the world, it's all, I mean, behind everything is a, is a, is a hypothetical contract of faith that they've made, yeah. that they've signed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any successful person have, has had to have faith first in themselves and then in whatever they wanted to accomplish. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have like, you know, you can take superstars like Rihanna or something. She first had faith in her own abilities of being an amazing dancer and a singer. And then she had faith in, like, she, she decided that she then founded her own brand of makeup, which is like, she's a billionaire uh, businesswoman now and Fenty I guess it's called so I really like Rihanna it. from Haryana <laughs> I was a Rihanna fan when I was a teenager yeah I had one of those posters with um, 
barbed wire across her naked body in front of my door. <laughs> my parents weren't too happy. Anyway, so definitely was- from Haryana. Haryana. <laughs> yeah. So she she then had faith in, uh, you know, uh, her ability to make a difference in women's lives, who especially women of color. So she produced a makeup brand for women of color, which was not something that was that popular. I mean, she's, I don't know if she, she was the first person to do it, probably not, or maybe, I don't know. But at least her main USP was, you know, to make even women of color feel great about themselves when they put on makeup, instead of having it, instead of having the, you know, the current, the most classic um, ones from France, for example, they weren't, they weren't really for women of color. So anyway, mm. the point is that she had faith in herself first and her abilities, and she became a star and then et cetera, et cetera, sold a lot of albums. But eventually she wanted to contribute to the world at large and to other women of color like her who didn't have so much secure like wouldn't have so much self-confidence like she didn't at some point and then she made this brand i don't know uh, I, I don't know it's probably not natural natural materials but it's made in a color palette for all women of all ages and races so she had that faith mm-hmm. she had she, she did two steps so one in herself and one to contribute to the whole world also through her music uh, but which was her self-expression, but also through her business end products. So yeah, that's a non-spiritual example, and you know, people don't have to shout out their faith. People who have really faith, who have real faith, they don't have to scream it at you know. They don't have to scream it yeah, at exactly. people. <laughs> they yeah, just they do it themselves. They believe in something. Now, if you take the whole concept and you just. Uh take it onto the spiritual realm mm-hmm. any person the goal of uh, spiritual enlightenment is i mean people have people use spirituality for different reasons but if we go back to the text the texts and the scriptures it is to commune with it's the union with god it's uh, to commune with god it's to become one mm-hmm with the almighty so unless so then unless you have faith both in yourself and to the path that you've taken there are less chances of you making it mm-hmm. that's where faith comes in as a teacher yes faith comes in as learning faith comes in as experience it comes as courage it takes many shapes and many forms, mm-hmm. but eventually it is there. It's a catalyst to your end goal. Yeah. Very true. And I think we should end with such accurate and wise words um, about faith. I think that's a great conclusion. Yeah, that's the ultimate utilization of it towards our fulfillment of our goals, which ultimately lead to, to self-satisfaction and happiness, which is what everybody wants. Mm. And faith is one of the major vehicles. Drivers, yeah. That's good. It was a pleasure yet again. Thank you for this eye-opening discussion. Oh, my pleasure too. Thank you for your questions. Thank um, you to all the, 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 the listeners on Spotify, Apple, and our viewers on YouTube. 
Yes. If you like this content, please go and share it with people you think it would help. Or even if it doesn't help them, it could, in a way, give them some perspective. <laughs> Thank you uh, indeed to all our listeners and please, uh, yes, share it, like, share and subscribe uh, to the channel. And um, yeah, we're building, we're still like creating a free community actually for people who are listening in and there will be an event in Prague also in relation to this in May. More details on that later. So all of my people from Prague you can holler at me you can write me on Instagram and I can provide you with more details on the event that uh, we're planning yeah. in the month of May in the merry month of May indeed yeah please please get in touch with uh, Nishant with Maru Kayu it's, uh, it's going to be a good, good one we're all really excited and uh, yeah let's see if we can all meet in person in the same place all right. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Yeah.